You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Actually, it's the, it's the lead play in our, in our offense. We ask our YN or a tight end to open up somewhere between six feet and nine feet. Get an isolation with the, with the linebacker. Tell the tackle to take the defensive end if he's open. If he's not, to drive down on the first man to his inside. If the YN has the linebacker taken out, he cuts inside. If the YN has the linebacker here, he comes all the way around. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Packers Total Access Post Game Show. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. I'm joined alongside Jacob up there on the border of uh, enemy territory, Wisconsin-Minnesota border, always holding it down. Jacob uh, probably going to receive, I don't know, somewhere between two and two to four uh, red light camera speeding tickets, uh, you know, uh, on the way home there from, from B-dubs. I'm assuming it was B-dubs, but it was Jacob, man, that was a tough one to watch for a win. Was it? Not? <laughs> um, yeah, it was very difficult. I definitely, um, I ruined at least three or four tables worth of families Christmas Eve. Cause I was, <laughs> yeah, it was, first of all, though, don't go to B-dubs on Christmas Eve. If you're not ready to get, you know, a grown man yelling, I love you too, goose. Thank you. Uh, it, it was very difficult to watch. It was, um, it, it started off real great. And then unfortunately, like a lot of us thought all of a sudden, um, for whatever reason, we stopped doing Aaron Jones's kind of like runs again. Um, all of a sudden we started being like, Hey, AJ Dillon, you have a broken thumb. Let's see if you can do delayed handoffs and just like <laughs> short little inside runs. And then we stopped, you know, Don Tavian Wicks got hurt. I don't want to focus on the negative. We did win. Right, right. I, I, I do want to say, though, that it was it was very hard to be positive this whole game. Um, positive. Especially in the second half. And go ahead, Clayton. You got something to say, obviously. No, no. I was just saying positive, like Coach Mike used to say. You got to throw the W in positive. there. Um, man, where to start? As soon as we came out in, the, in the, the first drive of the second half, just like last week and went three and out, I went, oh, boy. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. You, look, this defense is what it is. You got, we got to accept that, right? Like we don't have to accept it, but we got to acknowledge it. I should say it is what it is. And uh, when you come out, I think they had 
three three and outs, two of which came in the third quarter, I believe. You can't do that with a, you know, bottom half defense, essentially. Um, so you're right. It was it's a win. We need to be positive, positive. We need to be uh, first positive. Jordan Love. Jordan Love looked good. Um, threw a couple of hospital balls. You don't want to see him throw. I'm pretty sure the play Wicks got hurt on was the touchdown catch, and he threw also, him right into traffic. Also, one of them, Malik Keith, where it was yeah, like, dude, threw, threw Dobby into a couple, you know, a couple of hospital balls too. But on the surface, I think at one point Jordan was seven for seven. Um, that's definitely the biggest, the biggest positive for me. As a matter of fact, we've got, and just so you guys know, it's going to be a short post game show. Okay. We're going to basically probably 30, maybe 40 minutes. And I got to run um, dinner, got pushbacks or lunch, got pushbacks. So we still haven't left yet. So I got to leave here by five my time offense. Well, first of all, look at this. You're talking about a roller coaster. This was the win probability. Jacob Morley on Twitter at Jacob Morley uh, tweeted this out. The screenshot win probability. Look at that right there, man. <laughs> you talk about flirting with disaster and, uh, Plenty of blame to go around as to why they got back in. The large majority obviously goes on the defense, but, man, these first down passes is what's leading to three and outs every time. You're coming out, you're passing. Aaron Jones was averaging 7.4 yards a carry, and you come out and throw on first down, three and out. Throw on first down, three and out. It's like, come on, what are we doing? At that point, we say it all the time, it's a boring argument, but the opponent is the clock at that point, Jacob. So what were you going to say, buddy? No, I agree with that completely. And it's the uh, I, me personally, you guys know, if you followed me for any amount of time, it's like, I'm always surprised to see Matt LaFleur surprised. I should have kept on with uh, that Aaron Jones thing. It's kind of weird how that works. The guy's averaging four and a half his whole freaking career. How about we just give him the ball? And I said that to a guy that was sitting next to me watching the game. I was like, hey, man, Aaron Jones is getting the ball out this first half. Watch him fall off in the second half and just not give it to him anymore. And then we kind of did. And then all of a sudden, in the last drive of the game where it really counted, what are we doing? We're giving A.J. Dillon no lead blocker kind of stretch run plays. And it's like, okay, um, that wasn't what was working in the whole game. So I don't know exactly why we're getting away from it. But it just, again, I'm staying positive. We won, guys. Merry Christmas. Everything's awesome. I got a hat on. It's all good. Um, I just, there was a few different things. Can we talk about the LVN, quote, unquote, roughing the kicker? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. that one right um, just and that set the tone for the day, right? Exactly. Very first drive, defense gets a three and out. Very first drive, defense goes gets them three and out. LVN gets the penalty. Here's the deal: whether and, and I know uh, this dead fish in here said roughing the punter was like a turnover. It sure felt like it, buddy. Jim in the chat said roughing the punter was ticky tacky. I agree. I don't if if you don't like the call, it means you don't like the rule. The rule is you cannot touch their player. Period. Case closed. I hate the rule personally. Um, but I think that you should like all things, whether it's football officiating or governing a country, a little bit of common sense doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Um, it's obvious it, and the way he tucked up, I thought LVN did everything he could and kind of tucked up in the ball. Uh, but nonetheless, three and out, roughing the punter, another three and out. <laughs> so the defense started strong. And you couple that with the three and outs from the offense in the second half. And you just, like I said, you can't expect this defense. I charted Jire today, guys. It was so rough. They put him in a slot like we've been calling for, right? He got burnt twice in the slot in man coverage, I should say. So we were running man on those specific situations. He got burned there twice. He bit 
when he was supposed to be be playing either either cover four deep quarter or deep third, he bid on a double move. The first one, luckily, he rebounded with the athleticism and broke the ball up. If if he doesn't lollipop that throw in there, he being Bryce Young, that's a tutter. Um, Jair, I'm expecting him to grade out bad. I'm 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 thinking at least in the 60s, possibly the 50s. I could be wrong, but just based off what I've seen, um, I can't think of one play where I went, yeah, good job, Jair. There was there was a couple of times he got burned underneath just on normal like little post routes and things too, little small climbs. But uh, we got Emilio joining us here from Tennessee now. Smug Industries with the super chat says Justin Jefferson uh, re- revenge game incoming. He's going to want to embarrass Jair. They definitely got a history, don't they, buddy? Um, the way Jair's playing right now, man, I don't, I don't want to see him manned up on him. I know that. I don't think we should try to build a game plan around. Let's put Jair on Justin Jefferson. It was just, it was, it was pretty ugly today for sure. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Emilio, initial thoughts, buddy. Emilio, smug. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, happy, happy we pulled it out. It wasn't pretty, um, but. Uh, you know the the way the offense was humming around, it was it was nice. But going into the second half, man, I thought we were a second half kind of offense. It was tough not seeing uh, that sort of come come to. And you know, like the like I'm sure you guys have already been saying, defense was tough, man. They a uh, couple of man plays we got burnt on, and uh, you know, a couple of zones he just picked apart. So um, yeah. it was kind of just tough all around. You know, we got the stat that finally counts is the one in the win column. But besides that, it was. It'll be a it'll be a rough uh, tape watch game uh, tape watch day for sure. Yeah, you know the uh, it, everybody's screaming about these first round picks. Uh, you know, is Joe Barry at fault for quote unquote not getting them ready? Absolutely, right. But at some point, we got to acknowledge like Jair's not playing like a first round pick. He's damn sure not playing like the highest paid corner in the league. <clears throat> Eric Stokes got his lunch ate today too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're talking about one-on-one situations. Like you can, you know, I know when we say fire Joe Barry and we say the defense, we, we kind of put everything in this category. The defense is horrible. The defense is horrible. Break it down to the next level. What was wrong with the defense today? Right. If it's play calling, then it's okay. You're putting moving Jire to the slot to cover arguably their best receiver to shut him down. And he got burned. It's tough. <laughs> it's right. it's Keyshawn got burnt twice. Oh yeah, Key Key got it. But you know, I mean, on the last two plays, you know, so video, it's, it's like we said though, Keyshawn is who we he is who we thought he was, right? Mm-hmm. Like the old Denny Green. Like, he, there's no point this year that you thought, man, Keyshawn, solid corner, right? It's kind of patched together, and it's you're not getting a true assessment of anything. Mm-hmm. I think, um, can, can I make one point here? Is I think that. At this point, I really am on the uh, – even though we won, I'm on the scalp Joe Barry. Get him out of here. I don't care. No, um, oh yeah, I don't think anybody – I don't think anybody's not on it anymore. I, <laughs> but I really was. I was dragging my feet down because it's like you just said. And, and I again, Clayton, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. If I'm, a, if I'm a Facebook group guy, I just heard Clayton say, it wasn't Joe Barry's fault. Jair was uh, – Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's exactly blah, blah, blah. what I heard just now. Here's what I'm going to tell you is that – if it's Joe Barry and he just decided, hey, I'm going to throw Jair in there. I'm going to throw Stokes in there because they're 100%. Now that they're quote-unquote off the injury list, they can now play with these guys. Clearly, they didn't. Stokes right. got ran over like a freaking second grader. Jair looked like – I mean, I, I Jair looked horrible. He looked horrible. It's and bad. I was looking at other guys. I mean, he, he looked like he wasn't even ready to – that's all I'm going to say. And mm-hmm. so when you look at what – at this point, if, if Joe Barry – 
is just throwing guys in because he's afraid of the locker room dynamic, he's already lost. You know what I mean? And like you talked about, if he's doing it because of what the media said, he's already lost. So at this point, I think he's just throwing anything against the wall to maybe save his job. But I, I, I don't know. At this point, the last three weeks, guys, three of what you would call arguably the three worst teams in the league. And we've made each one of their quarterbacks look like they could be MVP candidates. Each one of them, Tommy DeVito, Baker Mayfield, and Bryce Young all had 300 plus yard games, I believe, or at least around that with a a great rating and and Mm -hmm. playing way above any level that they've played against any opponent this season. If that doesn't get you fired, I don't know what does. In a a time where if you win those three games, you have a red carpet to the playoffs. To me, that's inexcusable. That's... That's inexcusable. Zane in the chat says, I was screaming for Valentine. Asked my wife, uh, (laughs) face palm. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah, Valentine, I think, would have played better. Than, than either Stokes or Jair today. I really it felt like it. Ralph Love in the chat says, uh, thanks, Packers, for helping the Bears keep the number one draft pick. Hey, Ralph, if you're a Bears fan, thank you for sucking for so be- for so long, yeah. my man. Um, really right appreciate here. you guys. Right underneath your uh, chat there, buddy, there's the <laughs> thumbs up. It's, it's been a great – got to be honest, man, it's been a great uh, a great 30 years playing against you guys. It's been a lot of fun, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So. Anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and do this. Since if it is a Bears fan, just go. Roadhouse. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing slab packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value—a complete view on all possible cards and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. 
the door hits you where the good Lord splits you. Mike Hebring uh, in the chat says Vikings will score 70 next week. Well, I hope you're wrong about the prediction like you were today, Mike. Predicting <laughs> the Packers to lose, you know. Um, I hope they don't score 70 next week. Watch them come out and give up 10 points. That would be the, and we would all be like, oh, God, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, Nick Mullins isn't a horrible quarterback. He is a little risky in the pocket. You're going to get some turn- turnovers from him if you faint not. But if if your number one corner against Justin Jefferson in man coverage is going to be giving him five yards of separation, you're right, Mike. Liable to give up 70, my man. <laughs> not not going to be good. Uh, Adam Block in the chat said, I wish I hated Joe Barry, but this was on the players. You could see it. Um, you know, you, you say it wasn't on Joe Barry, you know, different things there. There's, there's play call, there's scheme. There's three different things. There's their scheme, you know, slash play call. And then there's getting the players ready to play. Right. Definitely didn't have the players ready to play. That's on Joe. Um, and as far as the scheme and the play call, I didn't find myself going, why are we calling that? Which that's kind of how I felt all year. It's just, okay, if you're going to call that play, they played it completely inaccurate, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what were you going to say, Jacob? I'm sorry. No, I just I basically said exactly what you just said. It's like, well, yeah, it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day if the players aren't in the position, even if you called the perfect game, then that's on you because you're the one that's controlling at the end of the day where they go. And, and even though that's that may not be fair, if I'm really being uh, honest about well, I think it, there like, is, Jake. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is what it is, dude. In any sort of business, you can't be like like any restaurant, any construction business, anything. You can't be like, well, the underlings absolutely ruined everything and the whole building fell over. But, you know, not my fault. I just hired him, trained him, employ him, pay all the insurance. No, it's like it's your 100% fault. Anyways, yeah, I'll tell you another situation. Did you guys see the fourth and short play where nobody was in the A gaps? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Bro, did you see Joe Barry? They went to Joe Barry in the booth, and Joe he Barry was going, bright red. Like, how the hell are you not in the A gap on a fourth and short play? I thought it was Wyatt too. I was gonna yeah. say they they the showed Wyatt. TJ Slayton, and he looked over like, where the is everybody? Wyatt, well, that, Wyatt may grade out zero. He really yeah. might grade out zero. That that's but, to your point though, Clayton. It's you know you uh, scheme preparation and then execution, man. And it takes all three. And you could see the guys yelling at each other, jumping up and down, flat like throwing their hands around, screaming at each other, like, dude, how did you just like how how did you just do that? Um, you know, how did you out. give up it that pass? Right, right. <laughs> like yeah, that fourth and one, uh, like a fifteen yard pass. Like they just turn around and like, dude, how we were we had the play call. They they went right over where the zone should have been. You know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough look, man. Um, one of two things have got to happen. Maybe both really next year you bring in a new DC and these players need to be held accountable or you're going to have to get new defensive players in here, period. And I know a lot of people in the chat I've seen, I'm, I can't, I'm trying to go back and hit on all of them. It's a little bit hectic in here right now, to be honest with you. Um, I understand, Hey, this is Jair's first game back. He's going to be rusty. I got all that. Uh, Jair graded out bad last year. He graded out in the 60s, if I remember correctly. Same thing with Stokes. You know, I see people in the chat saying, you know, hey, Stokes, you know, he hasn't played in a while. I got you. Before he got hurt last year, he graded out in the 50s. Right. Like, there's no reason – if we're if we're going to continue to prop Jair up as if he is the player he was two years ago, three years ago now, I can't subscribe to that, man. There's been players that have had great years and then turned out one, – one great year and then – be horrible the rest of their career, right? 
I hope this isn't the norm for Jair moving forward, but I'm I'm darn sure not going to be fooled into just thinking, oh, no, Jair's a superstar when the last two years on tape, you see him biting on the double moves. You see him blowing coverages. And it's okay. Put him in man coverage. Okay, in this situation, you don't have to worry about him blowing a coverage. He's going to be covering man-to-man. And he gets absolutely torched. Torched. It's like, that's a tough look, man, for all that cap room. You know, like with Kenny, we talk about Kenny's cap hit all the time, right? It's like, man, he's getting paid one of the highest paid interior defensive linemen in the game, and he's not playing well against the run, which, by the way, today you, you notice nobody's been complaining about the run defense here lately because we're stopping the run. You can tell that's kind of the game plan. Now you're giving up big, big plays in the passing game. But when you don't see him, you know, uh, stopping the run game, okay, that's one thing. But what does he do well? He is elite at pass rushing. I mean, he is always in the quarterback's face pushing the pocket, he being Kenny. So at least you know what you're getting there. You know what I mean? With Jair, it's like, okay, what's he good at right now? The last last two years, what is Jair good at? I have a hard time coming up with some. I'm waiting for Emilio to go, he can block. <laughs> like we did on that one episode. You know what I'm saying, Jacob? Like, what is he good at right now? What can you say in the last two years, here's what Jair's good at? He's good at stirring up media drama. Jacob, you're going to get some people after you today, I'm, my friend. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm all right, before it. I go in there, I'll just say did, thank hey, you for I just want everybody to know I don't agree with Jacob here. I'm letting him go out on limb by himself. You can call me anything you want, but don't call me I'm going to stand out alone on that plank. I don't care. By the way, thank you, United Bates, for gifting 10 Packers total access memberships. The dude is Santa Claus literally going around just making people happy. That's amazing. Uh, God bless you. Merry Christmas. But, yeah, dude, I'll go out there. I'm I'm just – my pet peeve is guys that talk a lot and don't back it up. So, like, when you're literally the most highest paid defensive player in the league and we have you as a liability, I don't care. I just just don't – I, I don't care anymore. I don't care. Um, you look at any other – think about who's the highest paid position or highest paid player in any position. Can you guys name them off the top of your head? Edge, safety, corner quarterback. None of them are hurt all the time and constantly making excuses and always being like that weird ripple in your media locker room. I just I, – I love Jair. I really do. It's just the last two years I don't see – pay cost analysis benefiting us at all. If, if, I, if I'm a business owner and, and this is my business, if I own the Packers and this is my highest paid person, the, the highest liability on my on my books, I don't see that as a benefit uh, a benefit right now. I yeah, just, you're gonna you're gonna take away the company truck, right, Jacob? No, nah, I'm gonna take away that his no more cell company phone, truck. He's nothing, dude. <laughs> he's paying for meals, no more per diem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right, man. No, yeah, exactly. No, but to that point, I mean, Aaron Jones just came off injury too. So it's like, you know, it's, it's yeah. a different position, different injury, but still, I mean, if, if you're coming off to ball out, let's ball out. Um, I was looking for a couple of huns, but uh, <laughs> didn't have them. So it was more like a couple of what? Yeah. <laughs> Jake K in the chat says, uh, thank you. Bates, uh, Merry Christmas with the Christmas tree emoji. Uh, looks like he received, he may have received one of the uh, 10 gifts or she, I'm, I'm, I apologize. No, it's JK. Okay, cool. Good deal. I see, I see the profile pic and, I, yeah. and I'm thinking, is the hair with the, is the, is the, the wig with the mask or is it not? It could, I don't know. 
2023. And we always have to throw out the caveat. It is 2023. Yeah, so we've got to be very, very mindful of that. All right. But uh, yeah, Bates, you are the man. Thank you so much, buddy. If you guys would hit that like button, um, that way other Packer fans can find this, this on, uh, content as well as this channel. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us here on Christmas Eve. Look, the Packers won. They're still in playoff contention. It's a good day. It's just yeah. on this show, just like when we – you've heard us on after wins – even after losses, you've heard me kind of with these moral victories, right? If you see it, you got to say it. It's hard to come away from this game other than the offense, just absolutely. Like, situationally is is what I'm talking about with the offense. You can you can go out there and score 33 points, but if you come out first first drive in the second half, you go three and out, you get – you go three and out, and then I think there was two other three and outs there in the second half. As soon as that last three and out happened, I tweeted, and I just said, hey, guys, hold on tight. And you, I know people are going, oh, whatever. They were up by eight. This is fine. No, hold on tight. History dictates you keep giving chances, offenses chances to go down and score points after three and outs, man. I'm telling you, you should look at the analytics after an offense goes three and out, how often the other team goes down and scores points. What are you going to say, Jacob? I just, now we're starting to realize again that there might be an issue with the freaking special teams and Anders freaking Carlson. I mean, the guy, did, 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 am I crazy? Did he miss two kicks today? Uh, two extra points. I think he missed one extra point. I right? thought he missed one, and the Carolina dude missed two. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yes, and, and the thing about Anders is he he struggled with extra points. Right. But he, he's in the top – I think he's in the top seven now in field goal percentage in the league. Yeah, I was going to say, I did like how he came back and had some ice in his veins. After missing that, that, field, that, that extra point and came back and knocked through that field goal, that was big. It's a weird, it's a weird feeling to be like, I really wish he wouldn't kick that extra point. If we get back him up to like 45, 55, yeah, that's a lot better. Yeah, that's really good. Definitely. Uh, I know this, he's hit some big kicks with the game on the line this year. Unfortunately, the defense has allowed other teams to go back down and score and win. Right. I think they said that was his first, first game winner, right? That one was. Uh, I think so. Yeah. He, yeah. he had a, a couple more candidates early in the year, but like I said, right, right. Yep. Giving up the the go ahead score didn't count. G Dog in the chat said that win percentage was at sixty five percent at one point. Sixty five percent. Sixty five percent. Got it, man. You got it. First one Camera turn off. You just had out of here. <laughs> Zane Strong said, "Man, I got to cheer these folks up. Let's give five more hey. Packers total oh. access memberships. Appreciate you, Zane. Um, yeah, that's uh, like I said, that's going to be." Uh, you guys are going to be entered into the drawing to win autograph memorabilia moving forward. I got a couple in the hopper here. I got an Antonio Freeman, right? Ooh. Autograph jersey, but I've also got an autograph David Bakhtiari jersey. That's Ooh. kind of a pricey one there. Mo- more than likely going to be a Hall of Famer at some point. Definitely Packer Hall of Famer. Um, if he can come back next year and put together a, a decent year, I, I think he, he. I think he's flirting with a. I don't know if first ballot, but I think second or third ballot Hall of Famer. For sure. So we'll get that stuff in the works. We'll give one of those away next week for sure. G Dog in the chat. I think everybody does. But he says, Crazy game had me shaking. Mm-hmm. It didn't have me shaking. It had me frustrated. Just like that, that for those first down passing calls, I was just ready to pull my hair out. But I'm the most boring Packer fan on the face of the earth, you know. And of course, if he hits it, hey, can we talk for a second about that Romeo Dobbs catch? Oh, awesome. As Zane gifted five more. Thank you, Zane. Appreciate you, buddy. Everybody getting a Merry Christmas in here from Zane and Bates. You guys are awesome. Um, the Romeo Dobbs case. Let's go around the horn. I, I've already heard Jacobs, and we'll get you get you to say it live here on the air, Jacob. Emilio, was that a catch or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That was not convincing. If you pan out, Emilio has a gun to his head. <laughs> <laughs> NFL. No. Really excited. And the next minute, you know, I'm laying on the floor hurting. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it was. It was for sure. Let him let him carry it through. I mean, the thing is, he's got such big hands, he just palms the thing. He just rolls oh. underneath it. Jacob, hit him with it. I'm just saying, like, did De- was did Des Bryant catch a catch? All right, cue the music. <laughs> All right, we're doing it. The show's almost over, and we're doing oh, it anyway. No. Y'all ready? Here we, we go. go. We've got to figure out how to Photoshop Jacob's face in that little UFO. Yes. Flying the UFO. The with, the, with the Santa hat on as he's just drifting by. Hit us with it, Jacob. Was it a catch or not, man? I don't think it was. I mean, look. All right. If you look at it. So the rule is you have to complete the catch as the as it goes to the ground, right? Isn't that the new thing? This receiving is tough. <laughs> so by yes. that logic, if you look at what Des Bryant did, he did not complete the catch. If you look right. at what they did on that catch, if you – Reverse it. I mean, even though that his knee was down or the body hit the ground, as he rolls over, you clearly see that. And don't get me wrong. It's not like I want it not to be a catch. Right, right. I was screaming at the top of my lungs that B-Dubs ruined a bunch of kids' Christmases being like, oh, we're going to lose. That's not going to be a catch. And then I turned around. Oh, we're going to give him some (laughs) (laughs) But it never touched the ground, Jacob. It did. No. It did touch the ground, Emilio. So listen, <laughs> I would, Jacob, the, the, if I understand the rules correctly, you have to maintain possession through the As ground. So the ground. what determines whether you maintain possession through the ground? Does the ball touch the ground? Did the ball touch the ground? Uh-huh. It did. Yeah. Now listen. Whether or not it's inbounds or out of bounds, I think the rest were like, uh, it's been a rough year. Here's the thing. <laughs> We've had a lot of stuff not go our way this year. I am totally fine with that going our way. Let's see here. Let's see. Drew D says the ball completely left his hand for a bit, and then he grabbed it again. He did grab it. That's hey, everything he just said there. That's spoken like a lawyer. Everything I said is true. That is fact. What he just said. He's like, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I like it, man. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's see here. G Dog in the chat says, just me or did Aaron Jones's carries go down as the game went on? Oh, it's not just you. Yeah. Let's uh, let's yeah, look at the floor. He'll be like, oh, hey, that's weird. <laughs> well, I think you're right. All right. Let's look at the stats real quick. You want to? Oh. All right. So Jordan Love, 17 of 28, 219 yards, three or two touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, passer rating of 109.1. Aaron Jones, 21 carries. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. His carries did go down as the game went on. I think we would all agree. But if you're not happy with 21 carries, you know what I'm saying, Jacob? Like, what are we, what are we going to be happy with? 30, 25? You know what I'm saying? 21 yes. carries for 100. He said 43. That's the more. <laughs> I, do it on, I do it on Madden all the time. He's fine. Yeah. Just give him the ball. <laughs> There's no reason you can't rush him for 40 a game. Come on. Yeah. So he ended up averaging six yards of carry. Now, listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like them loading the box doesn't play a role in whether they actually run the ball or pass the ball. I'm sure that plays a role. When you go back and watch the all 22, most of the time you go, okay, it makes sense. They got they got eight, nine guys in the box. That's why they started passing on first down. It's just frustrating when you know the clock is your is your opponent there at the end and you see it happening before your eyes. And then you all right, it, the first the first down incompletion is just a screen. Give me something. And you know, love did dirt a couple balls, right? 
There's no doubt about it. Had a good game. 219 yards, protected the football, two touchdowns. Like I said, his touchdown to interception ratio is going through the roof, guys. I'm so freaking excited about that. That's how you stay in games. Unfortunately, with our defense, we've been losing a lot of these close games all year long. But when you look at it again, 21 carries, 127 yards, average six yards a carry. Jordan Love had the quarterback sneak, which I love that play. He came to the line and was like, oh, y'all, y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna mug the line. All right. Mm-hmm. QB sneak it in, right? Uh, Romeo Dobbs, four catches for 79 yards, caught four of five targets with the touchdown. Uh, Tucker Craft, four catches, 60 yards. Have we heard anything on him? Is he okay? Because he he left the game there for a minute. Yeah, hopefully he's all right. That looked like a – again, there were some hospital balls out there. There were some guys getting smacked from high balls, balls behind them, leading them in, you know, like the Tay Wicks when he led them right into a a tough hit there. But, again, Tucker Craft, four catches, 60 yards, averaging 15 yards a catch. Uh, Bo Melton, people caught it. You guys caught it in the chat earlier, the listeners. Bo Melton legacy game. It wasn't – you know, people would say four catches for 44 yards. That's a legacy game. Oh, yeah, it is, and we'll take it. He he looked pretty dominant out there. He really uh-huh. did. He had six targets, had four catches. Dontavian Wicks was banged up, still found a way to get in the end zone, two catches for 29 yards, two targets, two catches. You love to see it. Um, Aaron Jones couldn't get him involved in the passing game. Something else that was missing was A.J. Dillon. You could tell you know, he, he got seven carries for 12 yards, only average 1.7 yards a carry, but he was not involved in the passing game at all, obviously, with the big cast on his thumb. That's something I felt like hindered him a little bit on offense, too. Anything y'all want to hit on here? Let's go around the horn, Jacob, this box. Can I here. say one uh, uh, undercover hero of the game? Josiah DeGuara. Jumping on a fumble. Yes, yes. trying to do anything freaking fancy, which I believe – I don't remember who it was that fumbled it. I, uh, uh, Romeo. Romeo? Yep. Yeah. And then, so that ended up being like a, I think it was a, a, a third, second and long play or whatever. We ended up getting like 30 yards out of it because we mm-hmm. bubbled forward and then we had the scrap or whatever. Part and of the looking at it, I'm like, oh my God. I watched it just get bubbled forward. I saw nobody. And then DeGuara comes out of the screen, out of right, you know, bottom side screen. I'm like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. And he did. He just, he bear crawled <laughs> it. Everything that we've all been taught to do in peewee football up until high school. And then whatever, when you get into the pros, they're like, maybe if you just scoop and score. Well, yeah. I guess they do say scoop and score, but not yeah. in the way of like, just just dive on it. Just dive on the ball, man. It just made me so happy. <clears throat> All right, guys. I'm yeah. going to get divorced if I don't get out of here. Quick. Get out of here. Emilio, do your thing, man. What do you got here? Real bro? quick, real quick. Love that we ran the ball 34 times to Jordan Love's 28 passing. I love that uh, we got a couple of, we got a couple end rounds. Matt didn't get crazy with it. And um, also, you know, we got a tractor back there. Uh, even though he's got a broken thumb, that don't stop him from, from moving that ball forward. That's it. Um, we got our man there to uh, to close it in. But, uh, hey, man, great game from the team. Don't want to get you in trouble. And that's a good Christmas gift, man. We can uh, wake up tomorrow morning happy. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, no matter, no matter how ticked yeah. off the wife is wanting to try to rush me out the door, you always got time for it. John Deere Green. On a hot summer night, hero Billy Bob loves Charlene. All right, guys. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Hit that like button for us. Help other Packer fans find this channel, find this content. Extremely short episode. Sometimes I feel like I'm going too long, right? And people are going, God, I don't want to sit there and watch that show this long. Now I feel like I'm shortchanging y'all. But thank y'all so much for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks to Smug Industries Super Chat. Thank you, United Bates, Githin Tim, 
10, not Tim, Tim's married. He's gifting <laughs> 10 memberships. All right. Um, and Zane Strong gifted 10 memberships as well. That'll get you guys entered into a contest to win autographed memorabilia moving forward that we give away on this show as a uh, just a show of appreciation. Also, I don't have the screen grab pulled up. Go to my Twitter page. Go to Matt Ramage's Twitter page. We've got a tweet pinned at the top of the page for Aria, who's battling leukemia. We're raising money for their family. I'm giving away uh, – Packernet Podcast Network is giving away a uh, autographed Paul Hornig jersey. Um, for anyone who donates there, you'll get entered into that drawing to win that piece of memorabilia. So you get an opportunity to help a, an awesome little girl who's fighting a uh, tragic situation and uh, obviously give yourself, ch yourself a chance to win uh, a piece of memorabilia autographed jersey from the Golden Boy there from the Lombardi era. With that being said, guys, we're out of here. So sorry for the short show. I figured this was better than me doing a show tonight at 10 o'clock. You know what I mean? So just got some initial reactions. Basically, your your summary, Jordan Love looked good, protected the football. Defense was hot dookie running down your leg on a mm -hmm. summer day. All right. Yeah. Not exactly. <laughs> and ironically, John Deere Green. But, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we came away with the dub, got a little bit of help today. The Lions beat Minnesota, but we lost the other two games, which was Atlanta beat Indy 29 to 10, and Seattle pulled out a nail biter 20 to 17 over the Tennessee Titans. So my fellow Titans down here did not do us any favors. Y'all can lick. Never mind. Y'all can kiss my rear. <laughs> We're out of here. Appreciate you guys. For those of you listening on the pod, thank you for making us a part of your day. Y'all, if you get a chance, tell Mandy that you're sorry for me because I'm in trouble. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world. Merry Christmas. Merry go back Christmas. Christmas. The power sweep. Actually, it's the, it's the lead play in our, in our offense. Yes, a YN or a tight end to open up somewhere between six feet and nine feet to get an isolation with the with the linebacker. Tell the tackle to take the defensive end if he's over him. If he's not, to drive down on the first man to his inside. If the YN has the linebacker taken out, he cuts inside. If the YN has the linebacker in, he comes all the way around. If you look at this play, what we're trying to get is a seal here and a seal here. Try to run this way in the alley.